Hey, what is going on, everyone? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. We have another big one for you this week as Hopi and I sat down and chatted with 2021 ISC World Champ and 2019 WBSC Bronze Medalist with Team Canada, Saskatchewan native Patrick Burns. Burnsy has had a fantastic career to date and he's still going strong. The 33-year-old has curved his way into being one of the most versatile players in the country. Burnsy's not only a threat on the mound and in the outfield, but is also as deadly as a hitter as they come in the batter's box. This past Canadian Senior Men's Nationals was a clear indication of that as he hit a whopping 750. I mean, we chat about it on, on here, but that's just insane. Uh, we also chat about him getting a start in the game back in the day. The back-to-back U19 national titles won with the Saskatoon Selects. Uh, his time at the University of Saskatchewan playing basketball, which included a CIS national title in 2010. Of course, that bronze medal at the WBSCs in 2019 and much, much more. One thing before we get to the episode, though, uh, if you want to follow us on social media so you don't miss out on any new shows like this, you can find us on all of the platforms pretty much. Our handle is at Outside the Shoot, and there's always something new being posted daily. Also, if you are on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel on there and make sure that notifications bell is on so you don't miss a thing. We have some great stuff in the works planned over the next few weeks. I'll give a little hint. The videos going up will have you thinking. So without further ado, let's get to Burnsy, because this is Outside the Shoot and anything goes. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom, could you, could you say that? How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, man. Good. Good. Wow. What a week. What a week. Yeah. What a two weeks, man. What a, what a two weeks for me. Yes. Because I, I didn't, I wasn't on here for autumn, but right. yeah, let's talk a little bit about the podcast because you know, I, I'll, we have a lot of friends, of course, that reach out to us and, but Blair's podcast, when it went out, yeah. I mean, it was great. I, I really enjoyed doing it with Blair, of course, because Blair's always great to have on, but the amount of downloads, Yeah. like talk a little bit about what our record was. And then when Blair's came out, so our record, we're not, we're going to call it Blair's. We're going to call it our summer recap, yeah, summer recap. but thank you, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> so the most downloads we had in a day was 325. Okay. So actually 322, but uh, anyway, whatever. It's yeah. a number. Uh, so that first day of Blair's summer recap, it yeah. was like, what was it? Four? It was I thought you said 427 four or something. something. It was four something. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow. Like, that's just. You said holy cow or holy shit. I said holy shit. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So it broke our record, which was exciting for you and I, obviously. Yeah. Not that anybody else gives a shit, but. So then, you know, the following day, there's another 332. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's nuts. Yeah. So. That's fine. And usually, you know, the first couple of days of yeah, every yeah. podcast that, and then it that we down, release, yeah. it's, yeah, and then, yeah, of course. then it goes down. But uh, ever since that first one, we've been over a hundred every single day. Yeah. Like that, 
for everything like and then released autumns with from texas smoke and yeah and you said autumns was doing super well doing super well and then re-released scope yeah for the very first episode and so that was on tuesday and we had 603 downloads on that day. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's a number. I love numbers and everything. I know you do. Yeah. It's now, do you think it's because ball season is now over? Well, for the most part, it's over yeah. for a lot of people and the people are still having the itch to be around ball. And I mean, it's awesome that we have this forum. And as I just said to you a second ago with Hilly and Lolly and, and 222s and yeah. You know, and it's, it. yeah it's 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 great because people get to still listen to and stay in that same ball mind frame that's right yeah that's anyway right. that's what i think i that's why i just i just had a conversation with jacob my son on the way here i just he was just talking about ball and stuff for next year and how excited we are and i said you know i actually bought a book on uh on hitting <laughs> i did i never fucking read <laughs> and i've been reading it and it's fantastic I, I don't have the name of it in front of me i apologize but just little things. I said, Jake, I actually watch videos almost every night. I know you do too, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time. But I'm watching, I'm watching old games, new games. I watch nationals over. I watch ICs over anything I can watch on YouTube, obviously. Yep. But just trying to pick stuff up because I have some skill stuff coming up with the 11 year old kids, mm-hmm. 11, 14, 13, 14, whatever. I really want to teach the shit out of it. Yeah, for sure. We didn't have that luxury when we were young. No. No, awesome. my old man was just fucking throwing <laughs> empty beer bottles at me and catch a kid. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's fantastic news from the podcast. I, I'm yeah, excited about that. Fantastic. I, I'm loving to see it. And again, if there's any sponsors out there that uh, want yeah, to jump we, on board. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even if you know somebody that yeah. might want to sponsor. Yeah. yeah. We'll throw some money at us for Christ. Hey, Adam, Mizuno, we golf with you. <laughs> it was freezing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, what a day. I mean, we get to golf with the... Uh, Adam from from Mizuno there. Yeah. But, uh, Do you know Adam's last name? I don't recall. I forget now. At any rate, anyway, super good guy. Amazing. amazing. Great golfer. Jesus. Holy cow. It wasn't even fair. Unreal. And of course, our buddy Jeff Cameron that, that owns Prodigy Sports. Yeah, and, one of uh, Prodigy Sports. He invited us out, which was yep. fantastic. And thanks again, Jeff. That was an awesome day. Although... After yeah. the front nine, it became minus 40, it felt like. Yeah, I still, I'm, I have a cold still from that day. <laughs> it was so cold, but. But it was great. Thank you very much, Adam, if you're listening. And yeah. I know you are. Uh, we really appreciate it. And appreciate you're a hell of a golfer. Yeah. Go so, Mizuno. Go Mizuno. Yeah, for sure. Adam sponsor. Uh, <laughs> and I was saying, oh, actually, that, that just, I was going to lead into, you know, you mentioned ball season being over. And yeah. We ended our shooters league. Yeah. And uh, yeah, trophy on the table here. I see it right way. there, yeah. yeah. Intermediate uh, division. Champions and yeah. intermediate MVP against uh, Randy no, Frame. I wasn't. You weren't. Patty Benedict was. Remember? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, he did. He hit hit a ton. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hats off to the U seventeen Elks. I mean, we touched on them yeah. the last episode, and you know how far they've come along, and and you know they uh, nothing but uh, promise there. No, got to keep that group of athletes together yeah. to continue to play because that's, you know, our future is coming through that pipeline. Yeah, for sure. And we got some good kids coming up behind them too, which is nice. Yeah. And then senior division, we had, uh, yeah. of course, Brookfield with the uh, four in a row. Yeah. I mean, the big man did what he does. The big man did okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did very well. It was good. It was all, all the games were competitive except for that one game where Shuby didn't pitch. So I don't even know what happened there. It was disgusting though. Yeah. 14. A lot so. of something to something. But, uh, but anyway, it, it was good. Um, it's, it's unfortunate we had to play the finals as a playoff uh, or sorry, as a tournament. tournament, but our summer, I mean, aside from the fact that both intermediate and senior leagues went off, I would say without a hitch, it was a lot of work for us in the beginning, yep. but 
the summer was, it was horrible as far as rainouts oh. and all that stuff. But we were able to end your, you know, the intermediate division with playoff games, mm-hmm. which was good. And then we just decided we're going to do a tournament because we haven't had, like somebody asked me, why are you, why are you only doing it in two days, Friday and Saturday? I said, have you seen three fucking nice days in yeah, a row this year? Exactly. So we, we banged her all out. But anyway, it, it ended out good and it was a competitive game. All the games were competitive. And it was a lot of those guys' first games since senior Nats. Yeah, well. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like that was because of the fun. goddamn weather. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, it ended up great. Uh, congratulations to Brookfield again. Um, and congratulations to your team, Randy. Yeah, thank you. And I think that uh, one thing about intermediate versus senior, uh, not to take away from anyone, but caliber of ball uh, f- to have a guy go in and be able to actually put the ball in play mm. in the intermediate is really keeping those guys wanting to keep playing. Yes. Um, it's also going to be a good feeder system for the younger guys coming through that are, have aspirations of playing senior, obviously, but having that intermediate still has, you know, I've heard rumblings that a lot of guys want to come back and play next year again mm-hmm. from like leaving law ball or leaving whatever it is to come back. And they used to play ball yep. and they left it because it's no fun facing Scove and Nev and yeah. Brian Gillis and Baba exactly all the time. So you know what? I think it worked out very well for us. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And one thing I want to uh, touch on that we mentioned about Scove and how well he pitched. Yeah. He gave up one run. Yeah. Of course, it was a Brody Frazier solo home run. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Brody, it's I don't know what it yeah. is. He just has it's. I mean, they they faced each other enough that uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's funny because yeah. I mean I mean. Blair talked about it, about yeah, oh, yeah, Brody having his, having the, his I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, oh, I will uh, a little bit of update too on Brody's sister Kenzie. Yes. So I was speaking with Jeff uh, last night, and then uh, today he sent me a text. Um, so she's on day sixteen or day fifteen. I'm I'm sorry, I'm not sure which day it is, but she is gone through her bone marrow transplants. Her blood cell counts are starting to rise. And they actually let her out of the hospital today. And she's, her and her family are at the Ronald McDonald House in Toronto today. That's fantastic. So they're out of the hospital. Uh, I mean, they're still going to be there for, I think Jeff told me 85 more days because mm-hmm. you have to stay there that long with the bone marrow transplant, but it's, it's looking promising. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, Ken's, if you're listening or if your parents hear it, uh, we love you guys love and yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You're a goddamn machine. Unreal. Yeah. You're better than Brody. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, um, I know we make our intros really long, but I do want to touch we, a little bit on Toronto. To, <laughs> yes, we have, we have a few things to talk about. Yeah, I, uh, this is yeah. this is awesome. So after the last podcast, we I, I talked and I was going to, uh, my wife and I were going to a Blue Jays Red Sox game. Mm. So September 15th, uh, the Friday, we saw Blue Jays Red Sox on the third base side. Uh, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, we all went together, the four of us. Well, my brother-in-law and I got absolutely fucking zippered <laughs> and buying those $75 beers. But anyway... I don't remember a lot about like probably past the seventh inning of the game. Um, it was fun though. Yeah. The crowd was electric. Yeah. The, the, I mean, Roger center is beautiful. Obviously it's crazy. It's beautiful. Anyway, the next day we did go back of course for a three o'clock afternoon game. And we sat on the Red Sox side, the first base side and right up from first base. And I was 24 rows up. So I was the only Red Sox shirt, like that standing anywhere near me. Right. And I'm not a small person. So all the Blue Jays fans around me and then uh, Justin Turner playing first base. And they, after every, you know, they warm their infielders up, they throw the balls into the stands. So it was probably the second inning. And after I watched him doing the first, I said, fuck this, Chris, I'm going to, my brother-in-law, Chris, I'm standing up and getting a ball. So I stood up as big as I possibly could, <laughs> went Red Sox across my chest, Justin Turner. And I looked at him, I was looking at him. He looks right at me and he threw a ball at me. <laughs> 
but he threw it over my head and I don't see real well as it is. But anyway, I reached up, tipped my finger, smashed into the three people behind me, missed the ball. I turned around, look at him. And all he did was shook his head at me. I was like, oh, fuck, this is embarrassing. So anyway, I said, fuck it. Later on, a few more beers. Uh, it was about the sixth, I guess. I did it again. I said, Chris, I'm doing it again. I stood up Justin one more time, pointed my finger one more time. He threw the ball 24 rows up and landed perfectly in my two hands. I swear to God. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It was awesome. I, yeah. It was pretty cool. I was very, very excited, of course. I mean, Justin Turner has not been a long Red Sox player. No. I love the Red Sox, as you know. Um, and he's a great ball player. So yeah. it was pretty awesome to get the ball. Yeah. Thing that sucked, though, that game went 13 innings and they stopped serving beer after seven. Yeah. <laughs> That was a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I, you sent me the picture. The text. Yeah. And I, was like, yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah. How did you get that? I thought you caught a foul ball. No, I told and people I it, pushed it, kids down. Yeah, but. I know. But, but then <laughs> you said Justin Turner threw to. I was like, that's even better. Oh, man. It was cool. That's awesome. World Series champion. Yeah. That's awesome. And the other thing I want to talk about, sorry, is Uber. Oh, oh, right. It was my wife, <laughs> our first, our very first experience with Uber. I think we have Uber in Halifax, but why would yeah. we ever use it? Right. So anyway, we looked it up. In Toronto, there are 95,000 Uber Lyft drivers. 95,000. insane. The greatest thing about it is, you know, wherever you are, you just click on that Uber app thing mm -hmm. and they say, yeah, we'll pick you up in whatever, two minutes and we're in a Hyundai Elantra. And sure enough, they show up at the front door to pick you up. That's wild. You get in, you already know how much it costs. <laughs> so this one, our, our, our last day there, Saturday, we went to the uh, Sportsnet bar in wherever the hell it is, the Sheraton or whatever it is, by uh, Rogers Center. Right. Uh, we met some people from home, actually, and just had supper with them. And so we did the Uber thing, and we get in, we, we go outside, and this this guy, he's in a brand new Tesla. And I've never been in a Tesla. So this is like a crazy experience. <laughs> so I get in, and it's this little Chinese guy, and he's got like a restaurant white jacket, you know what I mean, if I'm yeah, talking yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah, And he's sitting in there, and he's got this little uh, diffuser going, like with, like, smelly whatever. He's got LED lights going across his dash. And there's no, there's no dash lights. It's just that big like a, it's a big screen yeah. that you look into. So I'm, I'm pretty like, it, this is pretty cool. Like I've never been in one. It's pretty cool to see. And I said, man, this is some nice car. As soon as I said that he fucking hammered it out of the park <laughs> and he's driving like a madman. And I'm like, hold what fuck man. Slow down, slow down. Anyway, we get to a stoplight and my brother-in-law goes, Hey, can you push the button? And the car drives itself. He's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Sorry. I don't mean to stereotype or anything, but I have to do this part because he, so he pushes the button the light turns green. We start pulling ahead. This car pulls out in front of us and the brakes hammer on the Tesla stops. He, look, he yells around back to my brother. And he goes, you said no brake, no pedal, no brake, no pedal, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was fucking around with us, but then he drove like crazy all the way home. Oh, that's amazing. And then my last thing is the last Uber driver. I'm not going to lie to you. I was scared. Uh, so we're staying in the Airbnb in, I think it's called Little Portugal, part of Toronto. Mm. And we wanted to get near or uh, uh, Uber to the airport because it was cheaper than getting an Uber to the Union Station, get on the train, and then whatever. Right. So it worked out. It was like forty nine bucks for four of us. So anyway, I get in the front seat because I'm the tallest one. So they sit me in the front, and a lot of the Uber drivers, obviously, or not obviously, but a lot of them are are foreign people. They're coming over here, finding jobs, working. You know, I actually talked to a couple of them that could speak English, and they said, you know, this guy I was a carpenter, this guy was a, a veterinarian, in fact, but they couldn't get jobs here because of whatever. Wow. So they're driving Uber. So we get in this one guy and this last one, and this guy couldn't speak a lick of English. I was like, hi. He went, hi. I was like, uh, are you from, <laughs> not from around here, but do you live close to here? He was like, uh, no, no English. I was like, okay, no problem. Well, you know, like a pine tree smelly thing 
that you hang from your mirror. Right. Yeah. Well, hanging from his mirror and I'm not being stereotypical again, but it looked like a fucking Taliban fighter with a machine gun. So I looked at that. I turned around. I look at my brother. My, my brother-in-law, he looks at me and we're like, what the fuck's going on? And then he continued to drive about 160 from wherever we were to the fucking airport. I was scared shitless. He got us there fine though. Anyway, anyway, those are my Uber experiences. Oh man. Thank you. Back to the ball game. Wow. That's, <laughs> <laughs> So will you take doing Uber again in uh, Toronto? I will. Uber's awesome. Yeah, man. it yeah. is. It's, it's pretty very awesome. I've done it in Toronto too. And yeah. actually I had an Uber take me to, to Brantford. Oh, from, from, from the Pearson. airport. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember how much it was? Uh, a hundred and hundred and something. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, work paid for it. It was a work trip. Right? Friends of mine just got a cab from across the street from my house to Enfield. $38. What? Yeah. That's uh, ridiculous. For anybody that doesn't know our area here, that's it's not a, that far. It's a oh, six-minute drive. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, anyway, we enough should, about me. We should get to our guest. I mean, oh, yes. We have uh, Patty Burns coming on. Patrick, yes. You yeah. know what's funny? You know, you think I've known Patty for a while here, uh, you know, since 2014. That's when the first Nats there in Charlottetown. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've we've known playing against them and yeah. so many nationals and stuff, but you find out little things about people when I'm doing the research. Yeah, of course. This guy played four years of university basketball for yeah. Saskatchewan Huskies and won a national championship. Shit. You're definitely gonna have to talk to him about that. His wife. Yeah. Won a national championship with the Huskies as Holy well. Holy shit, really? Basketball. Wow. That's crazy that they both won national titles playing basketball yeah, and both for the same university. That's pretty yeah, cool too. That's unreal. So of yeah. course we're going to have to talk yeah, to Yeah, yeah, bring that, that up. Absolutely. But uh, not to mention he batted fucking 950 this that's, nationals. Yeah, it's funny. You know, when I introduce him here, when we get him on, that's going to be one <laughs> yeah, thing that I say yeah. about uh, the guy who couldn't get out at that this year's yeah. match. But, he uh, couldn't either for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah. uh, anyway, no, Patty's got a, had a, such a great career and, and he's still you know, get a long time to play here. So, yeah. uh, he's definitely after that Nats, he's definitely oh, he made some the, noise. Yeah. Got to be on the Canadian national team radar yeah. again. So, so, uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's get to Burns okay, and, and talk to him. Right on. Yo. Here we go. We are happy to have on with us today, 2019 WBSE bronze medalist Team Canada, 2021 ISC champ with Hill United, and the guy who nobody could get out this year at Senior Nats, Saskatchewan native Patty Burns. Burnsy, thanks so much for coming on the podcast, pal. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. How's, Looking forward to it. How's things going out in Alberta? That's, it's not too bad. Weather's been pretty good here. So far, um, but it looks like we might have some rain rolling in, which could turn into some snow overnight. So we'll see. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's pretty cool out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of been in the teens here for the last little bit, but in, in the at night, it kind of yeah, goes yeah. down pretty cool good. Down. We get frost overnight and stuff. So nice. You guys can have it. Yeah. We're lucky. We're lucky it with 20 degrees. <laughs> we got a few days here. Of, yeah. Uh, actually, they said 22, uh, 23. I think October is supposed to be hot. We'll take well, it. Well, we had a shitty oh, fucking really? summer. We deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no kidding. Yeah. 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 So what's on the go anyway? What uh, What are you doing? I see. I thought you were in Saskatoon for some reason. I don't know why. What uh, What are you out in Alberta for? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I was born and raised in Saskatoon and moved out uh, to the Calgary area here about uh, five and a half years ago. Just uh, 
looking for a change of scenery and uh, yeah, started working as a paramedic out here. So I work in the city of Calgary as a paramedic uh, as my full-time job. So, well, hats off to you. That's a crazy uh, job. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's fun. I enjoy it. It's uh, never the same day twice, which is nice. Yeah. Get to see a variety of different things. So do you get to play any uh, local leagues out there? Yeah, so there's uh, there's one men's league out here. Uh, there's a couple different divisions. So they, they have like an A division and a B division. Um, the A division is kind of slowly falling apart here. Uh, there's only about four teams in it right now, um, but that could change. I mean, when I first started, there was six or seven teams in it. And so kind of slowly dwindling down as guys get older and there's not really any youth stuff around here. So there's not really any kids coming up playing. So oh, that's unfortunate. Man. A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's too bad, but hopefully uh, it keeps going here. So, yeah, that's a, I mean, we, we've had the same trouble around here. So. We have, except we have some minor ball coming through now, which yeah. is nice. So we have a little bit of a future. Doesn't, uh, isn't there a guy on your ball team, the McCarran fellow, Travis's brother plays. Oh, Craig, yeah. Craig McCarran's playing. Craig McCarran plays in that Calgary league. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he plays in the league. Um, see, I said he just came back after a couple of year hiatus there. And yeah. Yeah. So he plays on a di- different team than me. So we play against each other quite frequently. Oh, I guess. that's good. Yeah. And I think Duff played in that league. And my son played in that league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Duffy played. My son played uh, one year with Duff there, I think. Yeah, yeah. That would have been kind of when I first moved out this way. Yeah. uh, In the first year that I would have played. So that's cool. Right on. So what's what's the uh, what's the competition like there, Burns? Is is it fairly fairly decent in the A level? Um, I mean, teams are are pretty even um, for the most part. Uh, some teams have a little bit more pitching than the others. Um, to be honest, most of it's kind of, uh, some of the B level in most other places. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not too bad. It's good. It's just good to get out, uh, during the week and, and play a, a game here and there and absolutely just get out and see some, see some pitching and stuff like that. Yeah, you so gotta see it to hit not it. Not too so. bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah sure. exactly. for sure. Well, Let's go back a few years here. You know, as with every guest we have on here, uh, tell us how you got your start in the game. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I grew up born and raised in Saskatoon. I uh, just started kind of playing some community stuff when I was young. I had uh, two older sisters that played softball and my dad coached them. And so that's kind of how I got introduced to it. I, uh, I just started from, from a young age and just only played softball all the way growing up just playing kind of community stuff when I was younger um, up until uh, midget, I guess. And then that's when we kind of went to like citywide stuff. And we had uh, a pretty good midget program uh, where I was playing. So um, pretty good players there. And so we, uh, we were pretty successful at the, at the midget level. And then uh, played uh, junior in Saskatoon as well for the junior Diamondbacks. And then, uh, yeah, made the jump on senior. I only got two years of junior, which was unfortunate. So it was a pretty steep learning curve once I went up to the men's ball and yeah, I would say. and got rocked, rocked around the park a little bit and <laughs> yeah. took my lumps, but I stuck you. with it. And yeah, so it, it ended up being pretty good. And and yeah, I wouldn't trade it so for what, sure. What was, the, uh, what was the minor ball program like? 
growing up there in Saskatoon because, you know, I mean, you guys have such amazing facilities Ooh, out there. The nicest. <laughs> yeah. So like minor, um, kind of when I first started, we had about five teams in the minor boys level uh, around my age. Uh, so we, we played a little bit here and there um, with that. And then just kind of as we got older, teams started kind of dropping off. So once I hit uh, the Bantam level, I don't know what, what you that is now you 14 or you yeah, no. yeah you 15 um, I think, yeah something like that <laughs> yeah so by that time there was only three teams left so i actually had to i was the only boys ball player in my zone is what they called it oh shit so i had to move to another move to another zone to play with uh other guys so i played with uh like derek arsony was oh yeah on my team he's my age um cole reed was on our team um yeah travis dovin some guys like that oh, yeah. so, nice. right um o- always grew up playing against devo he's he's the same age as me so we uh we played against each other from the time we were i don't know probably six or seven all the way up until well now i guess we're wow. still playing yeah, against exactly. each other so yeah. that's oh. crazy that's crazy well I mean, you mentioned the uh the midget program. And I mean, <laughs> you guys were, you said you're okay. I mean, you're better than okay. Back to back midget national championships. I mean, talk about, uh, talk about that for, cause I mean, you know, it's tough enough winning one, but to go back to back, I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you can really consider the first one that we won, uh, as a true win. It was a, it was a rain out victory. Um, but we had pretty much, we were, we had rolled through the, uh, round robin and i think we mercyed almost every team didn't really have any super close games or anything like that and then yeah the we were playing in brantford and the the skies opened up and rained oh. a whole lot and so they ended up uh just canceling the the playoffs and so we were just kind of awarded that victory yeah, well. um so we didn't i mean didn't really feel like it was earned right um but then our our uh my last year of midget, we actually got to play in Prince Albert, which is kind of close to home. I mean, it's about an hour drive. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we ended up winning that one. I don't quite recall exactly how it all went. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, in the end we, uh, we won it. So that, yeah, that one felt a little perfect. bit better and yeah. had a little bit better taste to that victory. So, that was nice. Yeah. National championships and national championship. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But winning it on the field, like you said, is a lot better for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. Any, yeah. Anyone on those uh, teams that are still playing today? Um, I mean like basically that team that we won midget in Prince Albert. Um, I mean, majority of those guys are still playing in Saskatoon. They majority of them still play on the Saskatoon angels. Oh, okay. Um, right on. So, so yeah, that, that kind of group has been together for quite a while now, I guess it'd be almost 15 years of kind of the same group of guys playing together. Um, so that's, that's cool. That's pretty nice for them. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Now it's funny. Like usually when I'm doing my research for my guests, like, you know, I come across little, little tidbits and stuff, but the fact that I come across that you were a, basketball player in CIS with the University of Saskatchewan Huskies and won a national title as well. I mean, that's, 
that's pretty cool stuff to come across. Uh, talk to us about uh, your time, your your time with the Huskies there. I mean, that had to be you know some, some great years there. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was quite the experience, and I'm uh, I'm definitely glad that I did it. Um, so yeah, I, I started in 2008 at the university kind of just as a bench role player sort of thing, get my minutes here and there. Mike told me I was a, a 20 or 20 player. So either we were up 20 points or down 20 points. And then I would get my, <laughs> my time out on the floor, but still practiced every day. Um, yeah. And then in my second year, we had uh, a pretty veteran group uh, of guys. And so, yeah, we made, we made quite the run, uh, ended up winning our conference championship uh, the Canada West. And then, yeah, we got a, a birth to nationals with that, uh, out in Ottawa. And so, um, by my second year, I was getting a little bit more burn on the court. So That's good. it's actually pretty funny. Um, we were playing Windsor in our first, first game and it's just a straight bracket. So it's just eight teams. And yeah. so we were ranked fifth going into that. And so Windsor was, was fourth. And so we were up, three points with about 20 seconds left in the game and I'm on the court and they, they put up a shot and I get the rebound, you know, only a couple seconds left now and, and they foul me and send me to the line. And so I had, you know, I just had to make one shot and I would ice the game. There was no way they would have come back. And I ended up clanking both of them of and uh, gave them a, a, a pretty good opportunity at a, at a three point shot to, to tie the game but luckily they uh they missed that one and so then we went on to play carlton in the semifinal. and carlton hadn't uh hadn't lost the game uh, all year uh they were ranked number one at that point and they uh i don't even remember how many back-to-back national championships they had yeah. it was probably uh you know three or four at that point in time and we actually ended up coming out on top and we were playing against their home crowd. And, and so it was pretty, uh, awesome. pretty big victory for us. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we ended up playing, uh, university of British Columbia in the final. Um, and that was who we played in our conference final. And we ended up coming on, on top of that one as well. Um, so that was, uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty cool. It was the first championship oh. for the program, first national championship and actually the first conference championship for us. As wow. Well. That's quite a year. Um, so that was, that was pretty awesome. And yeah, it was a, uh, it was a pretty fun night. We just, uh, <laughs> I was about uh, to say night, night was probably good. <laughs> yeah. Restaurant and bar rented out just for us. And by the end of the night, guys were behind the bar, uh, <laughs> flipping drinks and all that sort of stuff. So it was a, uh, it was a pretty fun one. Proper thing. Sure. Awesome. Proper thing as it should be. That's a, that's amazing. That's amazing. Now your, uh, your wife won a national title as well, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she was uh, definitely a better basketball player than me. That's <laughs> just because I'm a lot bigger than her. But uh, skill wise, she's definitely a lot better than me. And yeah, she just had to uh, she had to try to get on the same level as me. And so yeah, she ended up winning a national championship in basketball, uh, which was the first for their program as well oh, wow. uh, in 2016. So that's awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, it's pretty pretty cool to to have that in the house. That's for sure. Oh, I imagine, I imagine. Now, oh, that's another thing I was going to bring up. But how's fatherhood going? Oh, it's a it's a steep learning curve. That's for sure. I <laughs> feel like I'm still making it up every day. Just uh, 
trying to figure out what works and what doesn't and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, he's, he's 15 months now he's mobile running around. And so you can't take your eye off him. but it's, nope. it's lots of fun. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. It's uh, it's cool to watch him explore and learning new things and That's all awesome. that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I, yeah. Trust me, the next, next 16 years are going to fly by. It it's ridiculous. yeah I bet yeah. oh man do, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. So like during that time, like when you were playing basketball, was was your time with softball just like a secondary sport for you? Like you were more concentrated on on basketball at that time. Yeah. So basically, after my uh, first year of basketball at the university uh, in the summer, I was kind of MIA from the basketball scene, and my coach called me up and said that we needed to have a, a meeting. And so he sat me down and he said, I know that softball, it, it's a big family thing for you guys. And you get, and, uh, it's a big summer sport for you, but, um, you kind of need to make a decision here. Either you're going to commit to playing basketball, which was 12 months of the year at that point. And, um, so I kind of, yeah, put, put softball on the back burner there for a little bit and just kind of went out when I could, but there wasn't, I wasn't allowed to miss any practices or any shoot arounds or anything like that to, to go to games for softball. So I, uh, yeah, I kind of put it on the back burner. There was not, I mean, I still went to nationals and stuff in, in junior and, and so, uh, we never fared very well in junior. I don't know if that was, uh, a little bit of too much in the beer gardens because we were we were all legal age or I'm not I'm not exactly sure what our what our problem was but we'd we'd hit playoffs and go one two barbecue so <laughs> yeah the uh, that that happens I mean <laughs> that happens a lot yeah <laughs> so yeah when you graduated that did you graduate in 2013 was it yeah so that was my last year uh, of basketball was in 2013 I. uh I didn't graduate from university until 2014. I took a bit of a, a victory lap in my okay. sixth year of university, taking a <laughs> few classes just to complete my degree. But yeah, so but that's I, uh, that's I 20 basketball in 13. Right. That 2013 summer, though, is that when uh, you got a little bit more serious about the game? Um, a little bit. Yeah, okay. that was uh, that was the first time that I kind of traveled a little bit more. Um could focus a little bit more on it, which was, which was nice. I mean, I always enjoyed ball then, but I kind of had other commitments that uh, right. came first at that point in time. So uh, it was nice to kind of focus on back on softball and, and, and get back to working at it. Yeah. Now, of course, 2014 was a big year for you. First ISC world tournament and first senior Nats. Let's, uh, let's talk about that first ISCs for you. I mean, you were with the West bank Cardinals out of BC, correct? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they're, uh, out of, uh, just outside of Kelowna, uh, area. So it was pretty much a bunch of kind of local guys. And then a, a few of us Saskatchewan guys kind of sprinkled in there. Um, they're a, a native team. So they, they participate in, uh, the native Canadian championships and they had won it the last couple of years there. And so, um, yeah, they called me up, asked me if, uh, if I wanted to go to ISCs with them and played a couple of tournaments with them before that. And so, yeah, I went to our first ISCs. I actually had to miss the first, the first day because I was actually, uh, that was when I first started with JMB and we were playing at NAFA 
that's oh, JMB right. was kind of just a NAFA, NAFA team at that point. And so we were at the, the double a major or whatever it was, yeah. the, the championships for that. And so I ended up missing the first day of ISCs and then showed up in our first or our next game. Cause the team won the first one. And so our next game was against the Kitchener Cubs at that time. Nice. <laughs> and I think we ended up, we ended up losing, I think three, four, three or something oh, wow. along those lines. It was a, it was a good, it was a good game that we played. Uh, um, just kind of didn't quite get enough hits at the, at the right time. And then I think we ended up losing our next game, uh, dropped us down to the deuce. And so got to play a few more games down in the deuce and then mm. actually ended up losing to another, uh, native team out of Saskatchewan at that point in time, they had, uh, Dustin Kashane was throwing for them. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. he threw a blinder blinder against us and yeah, knocked us out. So was it, that, was that in Kitchener? That was Sorry. in Kitchener. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah. So I stuck around for the next few days, uh, watched a lot of ball. That's for sure. I had, a uh, definitely never really seen anything at that level and, and watched some, some really good ball and it, uh, definitely got the, the fire lit that nice. that's kind of where I wanted to be. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you about that. If, you know, if, you know, seeing that competition, you know, was something that you know, you were, you were like, man, I want to, I want to do this, but you know, on one of those big teams. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, growing up in Saskatoon, I had the privilege of, of watching a lot of good ball, uh, a lot of good international stuff, you know, like the 2009, um, ISF men's was there, got to watch a lot, all of that. Um, even before that, you know, when I was young, when we'd had, had senior Canadians there, um, I think I was maybe eight, eight years old. And, uh, I actually, I, I was the bat boy and oddly enough, I didn't realize this until many years later, but yeah, I was the bat boy for PEI and, uh, Elsie was on the team and he, he was pretty young on the team at that point in time, but (laughs) yeah. So just, uh, I was, I was exposed, exposed to some, uh, some pretty high level ball at, at a young age and, um, was very privileged with that. So yeah, seeing it all in 2014, um, and realizing that I, that I could be there and that I belonged was, was pretty pretty awesome yeah imagine now i gotta ask about the your first so I, I did want to mention one thing in yeah. 1994 bernsey i actually played in my first senior nationals in saskatoon you were not my bat boy oh, okay <laughs> no no i would have been a little bit too young at yeah. that point <laughs> yeah uh, okay that's a good good tidbit right there Hobie. Yeah. i was hoping he was gonna say he was there in 94 but i guess he was four years old at that time yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit young. That, yeah. that first senior Nats burns you there in, in PEI. Um, it's funny because, I mean, I mentioned you in text. That was my last one. And uh, oh, yeah. one thing I remember is our game against you guys. <laughs> yeah. And that's the game, like we talk about it all the time here, is we were up on you. Eatsy uh, hit a triple in the sixth to lead off, and Scofe got out of that jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hit a triple to lead off yep. the seventh. And we got out of the jam. Got out of the jam and won the game and eliminated you guys. <laughs> and what's even crazier is looking back on that team you guys had, you guys went one and five, and your pitching staff yeah. was you, Devo, Etsy, and Farian. Like, that's yeah. a pretty good pitching staff, and you go one and five. But if you look at the scores, I think you lost most of them by one or two runs. Yeah. 
<laughs> Except for the game against Newfoundland. Oh, right. Except, well, we that, don't count those ones. <laughs> those, yeah, those don't count. <laughs> yeah, that that was my uh, that was my baptism into uh, senior nationals. Is I got the ball to start that game against uh, the Nukes. Yeah, and I think one of the first pitches I threw against uh, Bradley was leading off, and he hit one on that. I'm pretty sure it went in between my legs, still in the air, and it hit second base behind me. <laughs> And then a few batters later, Hilly came up and hit a moonshot over top of the beer tent. Holy, we have something in yeah, common. I, I, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't last too long in that game, but no. yeah, we uh, we definitely had a pretty good pitching staff, and I think we won our first game of that tournament. I think it was against Quebec. We won our first game and then didn't win another one after that. That's crazy. But, that's crazy. That, that's funny. I mean, my last start ever was against newfoundland in that tournament and hilly hit one off the beer garden well it's roof, still going actually and the wind was blowing yeah. in yeah, the right. wind was blowing in at hurricane force winds <laughs> yeah. and he still hit it would have hit those yeah. apartments for freak's sakes yeah. man yeah yeah they they can hit enough about them yeah. yep back to bernsey back yeah to bernsey. exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh 2015 you joined jb for isc's and uh which you know that's a big step up from the West Bank Cardinals. No offense to them, but uh, how did uh, how did you hook up with JB? I mean, you said you were with them the year before, but how did that all come together? Um, yeah, it was. I think we had a, a winter practice or something in Saskatoon, and then we went out for a beer after. And Devo was on the team, and so he is. He had played with this this team out of California a few times, and and they were going to a tournament down in Vegas, and they were looking for another player, another fielder, and so he asked me, and I said, yeah, for sure, I'd love to go. So I ended up going to that tournament. That was my first time playing with them, um, and then kind of stuck with them after that, and then I don't know, probably five or six tournaments later that summer we were playing in Santa Barbara in a best of the West West. tournament there. Great tournament. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were playing against the team and Rich Haldane was on the other team and he was sitting on the bench and, um, we had some local California guy was pitching for us. Um, and I was playing in the outfield because I was a fielder at that point in time to them. So, um, this guy was pitching and Bob, who's the the coach and sponsor of JMB was coaching third base. And, uh, Rich says to the guy, he's like, you realize that that guy out in right field is a way better pitcher than this guy that you have in there. (laughs) And Bob was like, he pitches and he had no idea that I pitched. And so he comes in after that inning and he's like, can you really pitch? And I was like, yeah, no, I, I, normally just pitch and stuff like that. I play the outfield when I'm not pitching, but um, yeah. And so he's like, okay, well then you're starting the next game. And so I, yeah, I ended up starting the next game and yeah, he was, he was pretty impressed that I was just playing in right field and that I had never said anything about pitching. Yeah. And so, yeah, from then on, I kind of became a pitcher and then outfielder for them when they kind of needed it. So. Oh shit. That's amazing. Well, I mean, Hey, it's a good thing you, like we're an outfielder at some point for them because I got to ask about that catch in 2015 that you made against Scarborough. Yeah. That, that's part of the ISC yeah. video opener. Yeah. Remember that Hobie? Yeah. That catch, like 
Man, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it still comes up on on Facebook memories and stuff every once in a while, every year, I guess. And I'll be putting it on social media this back. week. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, it was in the it was in the bottom of seven, and Bruno was up to bat with the guy with well, Skelly was on first base, and yeah, he he hit a rise ball as he always does, and it was going over top of my head. I was playing out in left field and. Yeah, thank God they had breakaway fences, and I was able to <laughs> kind of jump up and over the fence and and catch it and bring it back and yeah, yeah. So the rest is saved, history. Saved the game. Yeah, yeah, saved the game. Skelly ended up getting to third base. I was supposed to say Skelly play. did a great job on that tag up. I got to say, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he. I don't know. I still don't believe that he actually I, tagged up in that. That's but. funny because I was watching the video today and I was like. Did he really tag up from first? Because I mean, yeah, it shows you getting up with the ball, and he's rounding second. <laughs> like, he was rounding second base by the time I was standing up to throw that's it. That's right. So, yeah, I'm not not too sure, but then yeah, we ended up walking the bases loaded, and then we got a, a bouncer back to the pitcher, and everyone was yelling to throw it home, and he turned around and threw an absolute seed to second base, and got the double play to get us out of the inning, and then I think we ended up going like 14 innings with them. It was a marathon of a game, but. Wow. We ended up coming out on top. That's crazy. awesome. Yeah, we made it we made a pretty good run that year. So mm. oh yeah, definitely did. I mean, and you guys there was another year that you guys made what year was that? 2016 or 17? When you finished runner up. Set seven that was 2017. 2017. Yeah. Um that was a great run. Yeah, that was in in Michigan. Yeah. That was uh that was the year um that we merged with uh, merged J and B and the A one bombers, and so right. we merged as a team. That's right. Um, and so, yeah. So then again, I was played with Devo after that, and so he uh, he kind of put us on his back on Saturday and uh, pitched two hell of a game, and uh, we ended up uh, beating the Gremlin, or we ended up beating the Batman in the first game. Um, and then ended up beating uh, the Gremlins in the second game um, that year, and then went on to play Hill in the final, and just kind of ran out of gas. And yeah. Adam was throwing absolute gas, <laughs> and so I don't think we were. Good. They put up, ended up putting up five runs on us, and that was kind of the, the yeah. end of it. I don't think. I think we only had one hit that game. Adam was his usual self then, and and yeah, we uh, we just couldn't couldn't catch up to him at all. And so, yeah, but that was good. I, I think, uh, us coming out on second place was, uh, a little bit better than what people were expecting. So. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Quite an accomplishment. Was Harv on that team? Yeah. Yeah. Harv, Harv was on the 2017. Uh, not 2017. But he was on, he was in 2015. No, no, when they, when they merged, I think. 2015 and 16. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He yeah. was on 2015 and 16. Oh, right. Harv. What a beauty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was texting me, giving me a little tidbits. He said he's On the Bernsey? one. Who, yeah, he's the one who said, "Ask about the catch." Oh, ask about he? the catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Of course, I'm going to ask about the yeah, catch. Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's the one that uh, made the Cujo save at third base, just with his chest. He just didn't even put his glove in <laughs> no. at down and just took it right off the chest. Oh yeah, to uh, to stop the ball from going by him. He said he wasn't letting it. Yeah. wasn't letting it go past them, that's for sure. Bernsey, you should see that guy play hockey in Gentleman's League. Like, he used to be a goalie, right? <laughs> but he plays defense yeah, now. Yeah. 
You can't get around the fucker. He, he won't. Oh, okay. He won't let the goalie make a save. <laughs> he blocks like every shot. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's like Harv, you you got to work the next day, man. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got to go to got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he doesn't care. He's, He's a- built like a fucking truck, so I don't think it even hurts him. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So after that, uh, you know, when did uh, when did Team Canada begin to get on your radar? Uh, it was a 2017 year. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of when I got, uh, named to the 40 man was that year. And so, uh, got named to the team to go down to, uh, Dominican Republic for the, uh, Pan Am qualifiers right. down there. And so that was a pretty youthful team that we had a lot of guys that, hadn't donned the the Canada Jersey yet, uh, myself included. And then we sprinkled in a few veteran guys, um, guys that had been there before, you know, Hilly and, and Wally was on the team and Devo played on the team as well. So yeah, the, that was a, a very hot tournament. That's for sure. That's heat that I've never experienced and humidity. That was something else. <laughs> How special was it getting that call though, that you'd be, uh, you know, wearing the red and white. Oh, that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, definitely, uh, definitely a major accomplishment and, and, uh, yeah, I was, I was, uh, very pleased and, and proud to get to do it. No doubt. No doubt. Now, of course you guys qualified for the 2019 WBSC world cup in Czech Republic, uh, safe to say one of the biggest highlights to date in your playing career. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, getting to be named to the team that was going to the to the worlds was uh, a, a huge accomplishment, and and just seeing the list of names that was on the team, and then seeing my name uh, right there with theirs was was pretty surreal. And uh, yeah, I'm just I was very proud. So I mean, I mean, it of course it it didn't end up how you guys wanted to go over there, but uh, for you personally, what? Uh, what kind what big things did you take away from that tournament um yeah so yeah we uh we definitely uh set out to win the whole thing there and then we ran into a, a pretty good argentina team in the in the semifinal and they ended up laying a pretty good lick into us and beat us mercyed us actually um and so yeah that was i think that was like the first time that they had actually had a a third place game at the worlds, usually it was um, whoever lost whoever the semifinal lost the was given, right. was given third place, and so um, it was it was a game that guys weren't used to having to play. Um, right, it was but pretty, much better. Much uh, that's a much it, better way to do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely nicer winning something than losing and just getting it right. as a kind right. of a consolation. But um, yeah, so. Uh, guys were pretty down in the dumps about losing to Argentina. And so it was a pretty, pretty tough game to, to get up and, and play. And then when I saw that I was the the starting pitcher, I instantly felt ill to my stomach. Um, <laughs> it hell it of a probably game, man. A mixture, <laughs> yeah. Probably a mixture of nerves and uh, a, a one or two, too many beer the night before trying <laughs> to, uh, console my roommate Devo, uh, uh, after losing to Argentina, but yeah, I, uh, I definitely went out there and I, 
I felt like I didn't really have anything to lose, um, only stuff to gain from it. And so, uh, Bowley was catching that guy is a absolute wizard behind the dish. He knows ins and outs of the game that you wouldn't believe. And so whatever he threw down in between his legs, I was trying to trying to throw the pitch and, and put it where he wanted it. And he had a good game plan against all their good hitters. And yeah, we ended up uh, throwing one hell of a game and mm. probably one of my, definitely my highlight uh, of one of the best games that I've ever pitched. Um, to date and so yeah we ended up winning uh coming away with the bronze medal and after the game um lolly came up to me and and he thanked me for going out there and and throwing my ass off for him and realizing that that was his last game uh, in the canada jersey and so that that made me feel really good and uh oh. yeah it was it was pretty surreal that's my guess yeah yeah. The fact that, yeah, that, that'd don't be say, pretty don't cool. Don't say Lolly's name again, though. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's, uh, that's the one and only time. <laughs> that's I a touchy thing. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, personally, I mean, that's, that's gotta be, wicked, that's gotta man. be huge for you, Jesus, you know, to have him come up and, you know, thank you like that. I mean, especially, you know, a legend like he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's definitely a, a legend in the game, uh, a legend in, Canadian softball history. So hmm. yeah, having him come up and, and thank me was, was pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So then, uh, pandemic hits, what, uh, what'd you do when you're during the whole pandemic to, you know, stay relative, you know, in shape for the game? Um, I mean, it was tough. There wasn't a, a whole lot, open or available for me to, for me to do, um, around here. It was basically, I was, I was kind of just working, uh, busy with work. That's for sure. Mm. Um, but once things kind of opened up and we got to have a little bit of an abbreviated season in 2021, which was nice. Um, got to, got to play a few games in 2020 as well. Actually, now that I think about it, I think we got to play for about a month kind of in July, beginning of August. So got to play a little bit of ball here, which was, which was good. Um, but other than that, there wasn't a, a whole lot. I mean, I could go throw in a gym a little bit with uh, a catcher from around here, but that was, that was kind of it. It was not a whole lot of gameplay happening for that whole time. Oh, no. no, a lot of people, a lot of people were, it was almost like a, almost like a reset almost for everybody. It really was. It was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So 2021, you end up with Hill United and win a world title. I mean, how did, uh, shitty like we're, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, like uh, that, te- that Hill United team, of course, that, that was the year Adam couldn't make it over. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, in 2020 actually is when I originally, signed on to play with Hill United and we went to that tournament in in uh, Florida together. And then yes, shortly after that is when the pandemic right. hit. Yeah. And so I, uh, yeah, I just continued on with that in 2021 and um, yeah. So that was a pretty crazy time. Um, I mean, we went down, down to the States for, for three weeks Um got to got to play a lot of ball uh played in a couple tournaments uh played in the asas 
And then, uh, yeah, we went down to the ISCs and yeah, I guess ended up on the, the right side of everything, beating the gremlins, yeah. uh, in the final, which is what, uh, kind of yeah. the storybooks wants, wanted to happen, I guess. That was, that was a game so where Bradley it, yeah. just kept robbing everybody of runs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah, so they ended up beating us in the, um, uh, undefeated game on a walk-off home run. Uh, Lalu hit one probably 800 feet is what it looked like, but, uh, just went, went into the darkness, into the cornfields back there in Iowa. And then, um, yeah. And then we ended up coming back around and played them again in the final. And yeah, the whole kind of ISC tournament, our pitching staff, we just kind of used everybody every game. And so it was me, Devo, and uh pablo and so pablo would usually start the games i would come in in the middle and then devo would come in in the last two or three innings and and shut the door for the most part and so <coughs> yeah i uh in that in that final game um we had the lead and then when i went in and then i en- ended up giving up the lead and then devo kind of held them there and then yeah in the the late part of the game there when Hilly hit a, a bases clearing. Yes. When he thought it was a home uh, run. Double. You can see the try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I remember I was, it was me and uh, Brucey standing at the gate there. And yeah, if you ever watch the video back, you can see Quentin jumping. I don't even know how high it yeah. seemed like his feet were at my eyes. Yeah. He was jumping so high behind home plate there. Yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty cool to, <laughs> to be able to witness that and be a, be a part of it. And that's amazing. And then, yeah, we came out on top. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. And of course, I mean, you know, the storied history of Hill United and you know, the, you know, the luxuries that they get, I mean, that had to be quite a celebration for you. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was a, a lot of fun. Um, I mean, that organization is, is second to none really with, uh, how they run things. It's, it's very professional for sure. Mm. Um, very well taken care of by the Hill family and, and, uh, the other parts that are involved with it. And, uh, yeah, I think we were all pretty tired by the end of, uh, by the end of that three weeks though. And so yeah. it was, uh, it wasn't as, as crazy as a party as, as what I was imagining it could be, but it was, uh, it was still a lot of fun and, and, uh, oh, man, a nice a, way to end it. Such a grind. Like you have to go through. And then when it comes down to that party day, it's like, holy shit, I really just want to lay down <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> Maybe yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. So we got to talk about the Grand Prairie group. Cause I mean, that's, uh, that's quite a franchise that's going on out there. I mean, they go in everything, ISCs, senior Nats. It's a really well-run organization out there. Maybe tell us about the the Pirates out there in Grand Prairie. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's uh majority of the guys have been playing together for, you know, 10 or 15 years together. Um, they started out as the Lloydminster Dodgers, and Donnie was kind of running that program there. And then uh, they kind of evolved into being the Grand Prairie Pirates. Uh, basically, it was just kind of a name change. And so, mm. yeah, in, um, 
in 2019 was the first year that I played with them. Um, and yeah, did, uh, yeah, they, they go and they, they compete. It's a, a lot of big boys that can hit the ball and, um, guys that just really love to love to play the game, love to win. Um, and they, they go and they play their nuts off. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and Hope you can attest to this. I texted you during the nationals this year after you guys played, and I said, "Is everybody on Grand Prairie like six foot four? No, they're, they're fucking monsters. <laughs> like holy shit, yeah. man! Like unreal. Like yeah. that's a that's a that's a big group that's that's there and and all talented. And of I course, will tell you though, and I said this before, as a coach, when you're staying at third base and you're coaching. When you can talk to the third baseman or when they come off the field and give you the ball and say something, yeah. whatever, nice group of guys. Yeah. Cause you get some of those fucking assholes yeah. that don't yeah. say a word. That's, yeah. that's a great group of guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely is a, is a real good group of guys. Yeah. Uh, everybody's down to earth. Nobody's arrogant or cocky or anything like that. And so, yeah, it makes it a lot of fun to play with. And, Absolutely. And a lot of fun afterwards when you're sitting around having a beer and shooting the shit yep. yeah absolutely sure. well we, we got to talk about this past nats because i mean what the hell did you do to make the ball look like a beach ball because i mean yeah. <laughs> that was That's such right. an impressive display of the that was it, fucking nuts that was unreal man yeah um yeah that was pretty fun uh i don't know what it was i just when i was standing up there i just didn't feel like i was getting fooled at all felt like anytime i was going to put a swing on the ball i was putting it in play and finding the holes, I guess. And, and uh, yeah, getting on base for the guys behind me. I think I intentionally walked you twice to put the winning run on first base <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I really wanted to hit that. I really wanted to hit that time. And I was pretty yeah. mad when you guys walked. Me. Fuck you. <laughs> it, it worked out. In, it worked out in your favor. It I guess. did. Yeah. So, that was a great yeah. game to watch. You know yeah. It was a fun game. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun to play in that one. Yeah, okay. seems that uh, the Grand Prairie boys we we come out on the the wrong end of a lot of those games lately, and, and yeah, it's uh, tough. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, it can be frustrating, but it, it's uh, it, it's still a lot of fun when you're playing in it. But For the sure. thing is, it's it's one of those I feel learning things. Like you know, you could next year you could be there and be like, oh wait, we went through this before, and you know, it's one of those learning lessons. Yeah, yeah, sense. yeah, definitely. Still tough to lose, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my words of wisdom, <laughs> I, which I usually don't give. He's he's the intermediate league champ. The trophy's right in front of me here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh nice. shit! Oh shit! So, Bernsey, what's uh, what's the goals going forward? Obviously, like, is getting back on Team Canada one of those uh, big big things on the radar? Yeah, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a tough pill to swallow um it last year when when i found out that i was being left off the team but i completely understood what was happening and and the reasons for it and and you know i could reflect back on my year that i had had i i was injured for the for the first little bit i had a shoulder injury that i was dealing with and then um yeah, I had the birth of my son. And so I really didn't start playing ball in the summer until the end of July. And just that was a little bit too late to, to get going. And I didn't have uh, a great summer after that. And, you know, other guys that were very deserving to be named on the team uh, were named. And, um, you know, I was 
I was happy to be a fan and, and be able to watch those games, but yeah. um, definitely a, a goal of mine to get, to get back on there and uh, prove that I can uh, still do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure if, you know, keep hitting like you did this past season, that's, I mean, that's, it's I'm pretty sure Stewie saw you hitting in BC. So I think you might be. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Anyway, if not, we'll definitely give a, put a good bird in for you. <laughs> we'll have to get Stewie yeah, back yeah, on here. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, as with every podcast, we uh, end with player association. I'm going to, I'm going to throw out some names to you. If you have a story about them, let it fly. If not, you know, I, I, I know you, you know them pretty well. So uh, maybe touch on them a little bit. Sure. Not, right. not touch them, touch on them. Yeah. Touch yeah. on them. <laughs> <laughs> First one, of course, Devo, Devin McCullough. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, Devo and I have a, a long history of playing against each other, playing with each other uh, on the same team and stuff. And, you know, he's, he's a, a dog when it comes to being on the mound and, and, uh, you know, I don't think there's too many other guys that I would want to have standing on that rubber when uh push comes to shove in, in some pretty big games. And, and, uh, I mean, he's shown it throughout his career For sure. uh, that he, he can just go out there and, and throw the hell out of the ball for being a, a small little guy. He, he certainly, uh, certainly can bring it. And, uh, and he hates to lose and that's all you can ask for, yeah. for somebody that's standing on the mound. And, you know, it's, it's a privilege to be behind him. Yeah. Still blows my mind how hard he throws for his size. It's yeah. just remarkable. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how he throws is not how you would teach too many people how to pitch, but it <laughs> works for him. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all that needs to, needs to happen, I guess. Yep, definitely. Uh, next up, JMB teammate and friend of the show, Cam Schiller. Oh, Cam. Yeah. Um, you know what? Cam is easily one of the best teammates I've had. Um, whether it's on the field or off the field, um, you know, standing on the field when I'm pitching and then having him at shortstop, I know that nothing's getting by him. And there's times when I give up, somebody puts the ball in play and I, you know, it goes just past me and I feel like it's going to be up the middle. And then I turn around and cams standing there and he picks it up and nonchalantly throws it over to, to first base and gets the guy out and, yeah, I remember the the first time that that he really came out and played with us on JMB. It was some one of the guys on the team had played against him in like like a wood bat tournament or something, and so they asked him to come for kind of I guess what you quote unquote a, a tryout tournament, and you know he made some unbelievable plays at shortstop and just looked smooth as silk. Well, he's making the plays, and then he looks like uh, the Tin Man from the wizard of Oz after, but, um, yeah, he, uh, he's, he's a guy that came from baseball and he picked up hitting, uh, real quick. And now, uh, he just smashes the ball and yeah, he's, uh, he's one hell of a shortstop. That's for sure. Yeah. It'd be nice. Like, I mean, of course we've, we had him on the podcast and we talked to him about it, but other people's been on here and said, you know, the transition he made from baseball, to fast pitch is just remarkable. And, you know, I mean, that goes to show anybody, any of the baseball players that are out there, you know, especially down the States that are playing, you know, semi-pro that, you know, 
aren't going to make the majors. I mean, look at Cam Schiller. Look what he's doing now. He's traveling the world playing fast pitch. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool story he's got. That's for sure. Yep. A uh, few more here. <laughs> got to mention him, Donnie Atkinson. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh he's quite the character. He's always good for uh good for a laugh. Uh, that's, uh, that's his, his main goal in life, I think, is just to make other people laugh, <laughs> whether that's at the expense of him or the expense <laughs> of others. But yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a great teammate, great guy. Um, you know, I, uh, I really enjoy being around Donnie and, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal guy. Awesome. Uh, another friend of the show, another Grand Prairie teammate, uh, Corey Jones. Oh, CJ. Yeah. Um, CJ is a, he's a quiet guy. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't say a lot, but, uh, he goes out there and he goes about his business and, Hell of a player. and he's been, yeah, over the last couple of years, he's, he's really turned into be quite the, quite the hitter. And, and, you know, he's, he's pretty feared in the lineup. And so, um, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. He's uh like I said, he's pretty quiet. Um, doesn't say a whole lot during the game, but you can, you can tell that he's into the game. He's intense and, uh, just leads by example. That's for sure. Right on, right on. And last but not least, and I couldn't leave this podcast without you talking about him at all. And that's Gary Burns. <laughs> yeah. My dad. Your yeah. Dad. He's, uh, he's, he's the one that, uh, definitely got me into the game. Uh, he's coached me from when I started till he was even helping out coach this year. So, um, yeah, I owe, I owe a heck of a lot to him. Um, he's, he's always been in my corner. He's been one of my biggest fans. He, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's quite the funny guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about him, but, uh, love you, dad. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate everything that he's done and, and I definitely wouldn't be anywhere near where I am without, uh, without him, whether that's catching me when I was younger and all my pitching camps and all that sort of stuff to, to helping out coaching and, you know, just playing catching the, in the field behind the house, yeah, all that sort of stuff. So that's wicked. So did he play growing up? Obviously he would have, uh... he, uh, he he didn't really play softball. He played a little bit of baseball here and there. My grandpa was a baseball player. Okay. Um, I I only ever remember him playing slow pitch. Um, but you know he uh, in Saskatoon league and all that stuff. He still would suit up every once in a while and and stand in the batter's box and and try his damn just to try and hit it. But that's all you got to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Sw- swing and hope that it uh, hits the ball, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Never, never really played a whole lot, but. Right on. Right on. Well, he, hey, he did a great job uh, bringing up, uh, bringing up you and making you into, you know, one of the best in the country. And I mean, what a way to, to end the podcast here. Bernsey, listen, buddy, got to thank you for taking the time coming on here and, you know, telling your story. And we can't wait to watch you know, what's in store for you. I'm sure there's a lot in store for you going forward. And, you know, again, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, no, I, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, this was a, a lot of fun. I was looking forward to it when you reached out. So, uh, hopefully you got some pretty good stuff to work with here and, and, 
yeah, oh, I sure. really enjoyed it. And thank you guys. Thank you guys for what you're doing. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome getting to keep up with everything and, and, uh, I like listening to it. So awesome. long time listener, first time caller. I guess. <laughs> Good job. Keep listening. I guess we'll see you in, uh, Saskatoon next year for nationals. Yes. Yeah. For I guess sure. that's where nationals are. So yeah, we like that place. Alrighty. All right, right Bernsey, have right. a, have a yeah, fantastic, no. uh, winter, all the best over the holidays to you and your family. And, uh, yep. See you next summer, buddy. All right. Take care. Yeah, you bet. Take care, guys. See you, man. Bye-bye. Awesome. Burnsy. Burnsy. Mr. Bear. Great episode. Great episode. Quite an athlete, man. Yeah. Great guy, too. And And like you said earlier, like we talked to him and met him and blah, 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 but Mm. he's one of the good guys. Yes, for sure. For sure. sure. And I mean- We're very lucky that way. Talk about athleticism. Yeah. You you play basketball, you know, in high school and whatnot. That's a tough sport. Yeah. Like people think you just, <laughs> yeah. People think you just grab a ball and no. throw it at the hoop. But I mean, you have to be an athlete to play basketball. 100% man. And to play four years at the University? college level. Yeah. Like that's an athlete yeah, yes. right there. So. 100%. Yeah. Impressive one national title. I mean, that's something nobody can take away from. And the fact his wife did too. That, that, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I hope his, uh, I hope that. After this summer, he does get recognized yes. with Softball Canada. Yep. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, we are cheering for you, Bernsey. Absolutely. Our so country. let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Softball Premier TV and dropping a lot of bombs. This who's week. on the ball? Who's on the move? Who's on the who's move? On the move? On the move? On the move? On the move? So we have written down some of the stuff. So I want to start with. Uh, well, obviously Blair had mentioned this to us as well. Hmm. We didn't mention either. It was nice. We get to go for supper with Blair. That's right. Uh, the week after we did our podcast with him. He was down in Halifax uh, for a convention uh, through his work, and uh, we actually went out and had some dinner with him, so it was nice to see him. He likes ciders. He does like ciders, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and he used Uber. Yes. Yes, he did. (laughs) That's right, too. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So he had mentioned a couple things to us, but uh, one of the the moves was, uh, of course, Ron Hackett has moved the Niagara Stompers to... The Northeast Drillers. The Northeast Drillers. That's yeah. Right. So I believe that's, if I'm not mistaken, Ron Hackett owns a drilling company or something of that nature. That's what he mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Which something makes like sense that. With but anyway, so the Stompers are gone to uh, the Northeast Drillers and the Northeast Drillers. Where is that? At? Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know. We don't know. We're sitting in a basement in Dutch settlement right now. So <laughs> we don't fucking know. Um, a couple of moves that have taken place. Uh, Adam Folkhart has gone from Hill United to Bear Creek. Big move. Big move. And in return, um, a friend of the show, Brucey, Bruce. is gone from Bear Creek to Hill United. That's a blockbuster trade, if you like, if you know what I mean. If that was a just a one for one deal. It's massive. <laughs> it's a massive, massive move. Yeah. Big time. But there's a few others too. Yeah. So uh one that just came in was uh Riley James is going from Wander Springs to Bear Creek. He's yep. an Australian player. Australian. I think he's third baseman outfielder type guy. Catcher. Or catcher. catcher? Third yeah. baseman? Something catcher. like that. Yep. Whatever it was. Um anyway, good luck. Marco Diaz from AWP Lumberjacks on the hill. Throws missiles. Throws piss missiles. Uh Lenny Villalvazo. Villalvazo. Villalvazo from JB to Hill. So there's a lot of moves going on with Hill United, obviously. Um, this one, Kubo Osika from AWP to New York Gremlins. Don't know who he is. I apologize. And I can't say the name. Lucio Renmar from JB to the Gremlins. And then here's a big one. Godoy has gone from JB to Hill United. JB Fulton? I would have to guess. And I think uh, 
I think Blair did mention something in rumblings that he thought that JB may be folding. Well, if they're losing those guys. Well, Jesus I mean, Christ, there's a bunch of guys that just left JB and, well, Roman Godoy for first and foremost is yeah. their That's massive. mainstay pitcher. <laughs> it is. Now, um, with, with these moves taking place, um, you and I had kind of chatted a little bit about it, but so for Bear Creek, for example, and I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. So now they have Sean, Scofe, um... Adam and Riley. Riley. Something doesn't fit. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see what unfolds there in the next little bit. I'm sure that'll come out on Soft Promo TV. Sure will. Luciano, please post that for us or whomever does it. (laughs) Who's moving? Who's moving? Who's on the move? But anyway, those are some pretty big moves. Just wait, imagine imagine going into an ISC with those four. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't think you're allowed to, but. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Prawn roll. Yeah, there's another thing about the prawn rule with moving the team from Niagara to Northeast Drillers. Isn't there something stipulated with, is that considered to be starting a new team? Wouldn't there be a prawn rule in, in place? Right. Anyway. That's another thing. Do, 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 do. Anyway, yeah, so that is uh, something. I, I I don't know. Maybe they're they're just doing their own thing or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about it. We'll hear about it. Softball yeah. Premier TV will definitely let us know. Yeah, they're for sure. On top of things, and it's awesome to I see. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's all I had for moves. Um, maybe we should start a little segment in our show where I do call moves. It's bell movements. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Anyway, my Uber's outside waiting, so we gotta pack this up. All right. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't even know where to go with this now. Oh, frig. Uh, we got. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the schedule here. Yeah. Who's coming on next week? For you? Uh, I have Anna Marie Bruni from the Texas smoke. I'm going to be talking to her. And then we have Blaine Melheim coming on. Oh yes. That's right. Oh, we got to ask Melzi some questions. Remember Blair? Well, of course we do. We got to ask him some, uh, <laughs> yeah. some yeah. questions. Yeah. We actually, uh, we're going to remember we talked to Blair, but we're going to do this before every podcast, which we didn't do. Oh, we we didn't call Shit. Him. Shit. Anyway, we're going to call Blair prior to and get some skinny on who our guest is from yeah, Blair. That's right. Cause Blaine's part of the, uh, Northy Drillers, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he be? He would be. I think, unless there's a move that I don't know. Softball Premier TV is not telling us about. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we have uh, Blaine coming on, and you know that's going to be uh, two great guests. And again, <laughs> keep listening because I mean, you guys are, and I love seeing it. We love seeing it. And share it with your friends too, or even if they don't love the game. Uh, say just so we can get our numbers up. We want to see a record-breaking number. <laughs> just because <laughs> we're just making so much fucking money doing this. <laughs> just oh, listen to these two jackasses just fucking talk yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, are you dating Taylor Swift? No, that wasn't you. Uh, that was no, yeah, Travis Cassidy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Hope you. Yeah, buddy. Have a good week. You too. Classified.
that I come across Moonwalking on water like the sun of God Then I'm ghost Busters, who you gonna call? Feels like Christmas when I'm sipping on that rum and all It's that bonus on your paycheck It's when the wifey surprised you with day sex Yes, it's going on that first date It's taking her over dinner and she offers to pay That's a grand slam Coach, that's a grand slam. Like I worked out and got some exercise It's that game winning goal, it's getting hard